Last week, uh, we started talking about hearing from God. And one of the things I, I, I want, my goal is that all of us would be able to hear from God. But, but the truth is, some of us don't understand, like I'll say, you know, I heard from God, or God gave me this direction, or God told me. And, and, and sometimes that, that it's like unusual for you to hear. That's why I wanted to show you last week that God spoke to people over and over and over. And we spent some time that you could see in the word of God. God speaks to people. You know, the Bible says that my sheep know my voice. So I just wanted to get in your brain and understand it. And you start walking in faith that God will speak to you. Because God can give me direction for me. But how many know God wants to give you direction for you? Does that make sense? God is not a respecter of persons. I don't care what you did. It doesn't make any difference. And here's the crazy thing. It doesn't make any difference to God. Can I tell you about God? God is quick to forgive. The Bible says his mercy is new every morning. Now, sometimes we remember how many times we mess up. <clears throat> but I, can I tell you what? God is quick to forgive you. You, you, you. you wake up and you ask for forgiveness. Say, God, I'm sorry. He's so quick to say, absolutely. What, what, I'm sorry, what sin? I don't even remember it. And I'm not going to remember. So last week we, we looked and saw over and over again how God speaks to us. But this week I want to... Or we saw how God spoke to people. This week I want to teach you and just go over a couple of things. How you can, say I can. I can. How you can help yourself to hear the voice of God in a more clear way. In a more clear way. It's not going to take me long to preach this because it's really first simple. Very simple. But the first thing I want you to understand is this. That... That God is looking uh, for you <coughs> to develop a relationship with him. I said it like this, and please um, listen, to, listen to what I'm talking about. But I said it like this. You know what? My first point today is this. You open God's mouth. You open God's mouth. Now, for some people, uh, they're like, we don't, <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't force God to do anything. Well, before you say that and think that, do me a favor. Uh, some of you looking at him? How many know whatever he does is not going to rock your world? It ain't going to change your life. But how many know the word is going to change your life? Amen. What Coaching, teaching, training lesson. Amen? If I'm listening to Armstrong and that's happening, I ain't paying no attention to George. Why? Because I'm disciplined. I'm just coaching moment for you. Okay? Somebody gets up, next to you goes to the bathroom. I ain't doing that. Why? Because I don't care. What are they doing? They're going to the bathroom. Amen? They're going to comb their hair and blow their nose. 
Maybe do something else. I don't know. But it don't make no difference. Right? The word of God is being taught. Amen. And, and, and I encourage you, and I, this is maybe a little uncomfortable because we want everybody to be comfortable here, and you know what? But learn to go, go to the bathroom before the word. Amen. Huh, I never heard a pastor say that before. It's problematic in the body of Christ. We don't understand how valuable the word of God is. Right. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen? And don't think, you know what, it's like if you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. We get it. We get it. Okay, it's okay. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But, but we do want to develop a, a, um, an attitude and an atmosphere of, hey, shut up. God is using pastor to speak. And I got to hear this. Does that make sense? So I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, and I don't mean to go. Oh, you don't, you don't force God to do anything. Well, we get that, of course you don't. But can I tell you what? Look at the, all the scriptures that I'm going to use to make this point. Because there's something that happens when you, in your days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and even Sunday. When you wake up early to spend, he says, go back and I want you to say this. You know what? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. What does Eli want? Think of the posturing. Somebody say posturing. posturing. See, it's, 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 hey, it's have this attitude of I'm going to go back and God is going to speak to me. Because you know what God wants? That's what he wants. He wants you to, it's throughout the word of God. Uh, I'll prove it to you. Um, let those who are sick among you, do you know this? Call upon the elders. Why don't the elders come over to my house? And why don't you call upon the elders? That's what the Bible wants you to do. God wants you to take initiative. He loves you, but he loves when you take initiative. You know, some of you, some of you, uh, uh, heard the story when, when Tamara, you know, I, I don't believe this story, but were you here when Tamara told the story and she, she said when she first met me, she, did, she didn't like me very much. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, I don't believe it either. You know what I mean? But can I tell you what happened? What happened is when, when, <coughs> when Tamara started liking me, Man, I liked that. I'm not saying that I wasn't interested before, but when she started, when I started figuring out she liked me, I really liked her. Amen. So we're going to church, and she was going to my church, and I invited her to my church, and she, you know she's acting cool cut or cool cut cool cool cat. But at one point in time, it's a Sunday, and she sits next to me. She don't sit next to me like this. She sits next to me like, <laughs> like this. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm thinking, man, she is sitting close to me. I was like, 
close to me. But here's the thing. I liked it. <laughs> right? Okay. That's how God is. Can I tell you what? If you're too busy to, to have time, to spend time, to, to watch this, to open up your days with God, then even though he'd like to talk to you, think about all this scripture before you judge my first point. How can he talk to you? How, how can he talk to you if you don't open the door? The, the scripture in, in, in uh, Revelation. I think it's the third chapter. The Bible says, he stands at the door and knocks. Okay? And if you hear his voice, is he speaking to you? Yeah, but he's talking through a door. Yeah. You ever tried to talk to somebody through a door? How many know you ain't going to have intimate conversations through a door? Like, hey, open the door. I need to talk to you. But if you open the door, if, if who opens the door? If who opens the door? See, understand this. God is waiting for you to clear your schedule and say to him, You're important. And when you do, when you do, I'm telling you what, get ready for the God of all hope to fill you with his guidance, with his wisdom, with his direction, with with all the things that he is and he wants to give you, watch this, but many times we are too busy to receive all that. I mean, is this crazy? It's, it's craziness. Oh, I never hear from God. Well, of course, you're listening to play that funky music, white boy, too loud. Yeah. Amen? If I knew some newer songs, I'd quote to you those newer songs. But I don't know any of them. Amen? Somebody said, Amen. Praise God. But what's the reciprocal if you if you will open up your heart to God? And that's really what you're doing. You're opening up your heart to God. Then I tell you what, He is He is so ready to communicate to you. You know, remember this. Again, watch all the scripture. You know what? The, the scripture and Jesus is, is sitting on the hill looking over Jerusalem saying, how I have wanted to take you in like, like a mother hen takes in the chicks. Close. But you, but you were not willing. See, but the reciprocal again, uh, the reciprocal the reciprocal again, but if you are willing, I'm telling you what, he who hungers for righteousness will be filled. Hallelujah. So understand that, that part of you hearing from God is that you open up yourself 
to allow him to speak to you. That's huge. Pastor, you always talk about God told you this. You know, you act like God talks to you all the time. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, be like holier than thou or more righteous than you or more holy than you. But God does speak to me all the time. Can I tell you why he does? Because I open up my because I open up my schedule to allow him to be able to speak to my heart and speak to my life. Does that make sense? And the cool thing is, he doesn't do that because I'm a pastor. He doesn't do that because, you know what, of, of, of anything except that I open up. Well, he loves me, but he loves all of us. So the reason why I'm able to hear his voice is because I take the time to listen to his voice. And it causes just to open up his mouth. How many receive that? Okay. Um, my second point is this. Um, God wants to talk to you. And, 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 and David said um, in Psalms, he said, who is man that he's mindful of us? Go ahead, put that scripture up. It, it's, in, it's, in, uh, it's one of the Psalms. Who is, who is man that he's mindful of us? Or, or the son of man that he will visit us? Who, who is this? And, and you and I, because who are we? Right. Are, are you, does, when, when, you, when you will take 20 minutes and spend time with God, hopefully you will tomorrow, is God showing up because you're so smart? So, I'll tell you what, I need to, I'm going to talk to somebody. Is he showing up because of that? There's people who know construction, and, and I got it. We're going to do something, and I got to figure out how. You know what? I'll call those people. Why? Because they know something I don't know. Does that make sense? Sometimes with my phone, you know, I'll go to Megan. Megan, what's, what, what's going on? Why do you do this? Okay. Because she knows something I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, God ain't spending time with you because of what you know. Amen. Because he knows it all. How many know we aren't even... Like, 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 here, let me give you an illustration. You show up to prayer, you're like, duh, 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 duh. I'm not trying to be negative towards you, but in comparison to God's wisdom, how many know we're all, duh, 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 duh. how many know we're all like that? Come on, somebody. You're like, I ain't that. No, you are. So am I. We all are. Well, maybe he's showing up, maybe he's showing up because your strength impresses him. How many of the Bible says that God holds the ocean in his hand? <laughs> he measured it. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my goodness. No, it's not your strength. It's not your intelligence. Maybe, maybe you're like my wife. Incredibly lovely. How come she's so beautiful? God made her beautiful. You know what? Any attribute you have, God gave it to you anyway. So, so I was like, yeah, good point. We're with David. Why is he showing up? I want to show you why. God, show me, uh, show me writer. This is a writer. 
This, we have two Huskies. This is the male Husky. And Ryder is, I, I don't, Ryder is amazing. I'll get right in front. I, I, I kiss him right here. And I tell him, Ryder, I love you. I love you. I love you. You know what? This morning I was thinking to myself, and I talked to Tamara. I said, Tamara, why do we love Ryder so much? Why do we love Ryder so much? Because let me tell you what, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he, he's real. I mean, he, you know, he's not extremely playful. And, and he does sit out front. Tamara said, because he protects the house. I'm like, honey, his, his teeth frighten people. But if somebody jumped over the fence, he'd just, he'd do that. <laughs> now, his sister... Oh, chew somebody's leg off. But, but my point is, it's like, why do we love him so much? Let, let, me, let, me, show you, let me show you a video of, of this is another dog we have. This dog's name is Nijah. And Nijah is, the, he is so cool. Let me show you, show the video of, I'm trying to get Nijah to sit. This is, a, this, is this morning. Watch this. Because Nigel is so amazing. He's like happy. You know that song? Because I'm happy. How many know that song? That's his theme song. We play that song for him. Amen? And it's just, he is the coolest dog. And he's happy. And he's energetic. And he's playful. And he's like, hey, notice that's what he's doing this one. You know why? He, he's actually really smart and really obedient. Oh, he's not obedient. No, he's just not obedient because, because we just woke up. He's like, oh, notice me. Notice me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. That's what he's, he's like. Oh, he's just so cool. See, I know why I love Nigel. I don't know why I love Ryder. I, I, I don't. So I, I'm asking my wife, why do we love Ryder? And she says this. She says, and she, she nailed it. She said, here's why we love Ryder. Because Ryder is Ryder. And I recognized. Man, I, I'm telling you what. I absolutely love this dog. Because, you know why? Not because of anything he does, just because of who he is. Amen. Amen? You and I are writer. We're not that smart. We're not that playful. We're not that anything. We are just, you know what we are? We're just the apple of God's eye. You know what we are? We are just the one who 
causes Jesus, or causes the Father to send us Jesus. I don't even know that Jesus could tell us. I, I, think, I think Jesus would be, don't quote me on this, because I don't want to act like I'm Jesus. I don't, you know, but I don't think Jesus could tell you why, you know, why he loves you so much. I think he'd just say, you know what? Because, are you kidding me? Because you're JC. How many God, how many know God loves JC more than I love Ryder? And the same, I could say the same about every single one of you. What does that have to do with hearing from God? When you show up tomorrow morning for 20 minutes, God is like, oh my goodness, you're here. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Third thing, okay, that I want you to understand about how to hear from God. Somebody say how to hear from God. Uh, Guys, go ahead. Show me my third point. God speaks through his spirit. Watch this. And where does his spirit live? If you're born again, his spirit lives inside of you. Now, let me let me explain this. We think that verbal communication is the best communication. It is not the very best communication. Some of you who have been married for a long time, you understand this. There's times, and somebody will be talking about something, and I'll look at Tamara, and I know incredible, I know right away what she's thinking. Well, how do you know she didn't say anything? Because there's communication that is deeper and clearer than verbal communication. That is how the Holy Spirit wants to operate in your life. Does that make sense? So watch this. So Jesus gets baptized by water, by John the Baptist. Do you remember this? And then the Bible says that the Spirit of God, one version says rested on Jesus. Another version says sat on Jesus. I believe that is Jesus, what is equivalent to in Acts, the, that Jesus is getting baptized by the Holy Spirit. And now the Bible says that in Matthew, the Bible says that Jesus is led to the wilderness, watch this, by the Spirit. Matter of fact, let me just show it to you because I want you to see it. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. I want you to see it because you need to understand how God works. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. What, why did he go into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil? Here's why. Because the Spirit of God led him. The Spirit of God. The same Spirit that if you're born again, the Bible says lives inside of you. She said, how, 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 do, how do you, like, like, explain what's going on. Here's what I know. In, inside of me, I hear the voice of God. And I know what he's telling me. Oh, how do you know that? 
because he's speaking to me from inside of me. When, when we built the, the patio, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said uh, that the Spirit, everybody say the Spirit, Spirit, will tell you of things to come. Who's going to tell you things to come? Where does the Holy Spirit live? I'm minding my own business. We had raised up to $200,000. You know what? Taking us about four years or so to raise that money. Maybe, maybe a little better. Maybe three. <coughs> but we are still about $200,000. Actually about $300,000 short of building the patio. And I hear the spirit. From where? From inside of me. Say, build it now. Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't want to blow it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to borrow a bunch of money that we don't have. And so I'm like, you know what? No, but every time in my prayer time, I keep on hearing me saying, I'm telling you, build it right now. Now, and, and that word now is really like a critical component. Like, don't wait. So I asked my wife, I said, hey, honey, this is what I hear the Holy Spirit say. And she said, well, what are you saying, Drew? I said, well, I guess I'm saying we've got to borrow money. And she, because she knew how we function in this church, she's like, yeah, but we don't borrow money. Well, can I tell you what? I don't want, and, 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 and I would advise, don't borrow money. And yet the Holy Spirit was saying, borrow money. Well, who's smarter, me or the Holy Spirit? I'm going to get to that. You're going to see how smart he was. See, does he know things to come? Yes. But we, what we do in our mind, we're going to override what the Spirit of God is saying to us. And we know it in the Spirit. So, Pastor, what did you do? Man, I stepped out in faith. And we borrowed money. Never, never borrowed money before. We borrowed money. We borrowed enough money to, to build that. Okay. And then, we're not even done with that. But we're, we're, we got a shell at least, and then the pandemic hits, and they close churches down. You know how many churches are shut down today? You know how many churches? I mean, we're blessed because we have hit the, 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 the pre-pandemic numbers. We have hit that and are starting to exceed that. You missed a good time to say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <coughs> but many churches... If they even stayed open, they're well under anything close to the way they were pre-pandemic. I don't know who, who's going to hear this or who's going to listen to this, but let me just tell you what, and I, I mean this sincerely. God help those, those people who stop going to church. I mean, what, a, what a crazy thing to do. What a crazy thing to do. You know, your flesh gets used to not going to church. I'm going to go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday, and I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. Amen. Because I'm not going to forsake the gathering of the brethren. This is too important. Okay. So that's what we hear God telling us. That's what I hear God telling us. Then the pandemic hits, 
And we're like, you know what? Praise God, we can meet outside. We can meet outside. Amen? I said we can meet outside. And everybody's going to be free from the sun. Everybody's going to be free from the rain. Everybody's going to be, you know what? If you want to sit out the grass, you can. You know, if you want to be 60 feet or 6 feet or 60 feet from me, you can. Don't make no difference, but come to church. We were able to do that. We were able to minister to people where they were. Amen? What a blessing that was. Now watch this. He's going to tell you things to come. Right now, today, somebody say today. If we would keep on just saving money like we were, encouraging you to give, encourage you to give to the, the, the patio. Remember when we encouraged you to give to outside patio? Remember we talked about that? If we, just, if we just sustained the same rate, the same rate, if that's all we did, then today we would still be, be $200,000 short of building that building. Because in the time, it went, the building costs went up, and material, especially steel, up and up and up and up. So you know what I'd be talking to you? I wouldn't be talking to you about the, the preschool. I wouldn't be talking about the, the kids' fun zone. We wouldn't have built, doubled the nursery and doubled the preschool. That's all done and paid for. We wouldn't have been that. We would have still be $200,000 short of starting construction for the patio. <laughs> See, can I tell you what? I don't know what you're doing, but if you're too busy to spend time with God, oh, you, you, you have no idea how short-sighted that is. Because the God, can I show you one more scripture? Uh, it's the scripture in, oh my goodness, um, It's a scripture in, um, turn to 1 Corinthians. Guys in the back, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. <coughs> what is this scripture? What, that is what the scripture meant when they said, you've heard this quoted, don't say amen to this, don't say amen to this, do not say amen to this. I has not seen nor ear heard nor mind, did I say don't say amen to this? Watch this. I has not seen nor ear heard nor mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And that is quoted so often in New Testament churches. Say, look, we don't even know how awesome what God has got for us. And people say, amen, amen. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Look what this next verse says. But... It was to us that God revealed these things by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep... God doesn't want you in the dark 
concerning stuff that's going on, stuff in your future that he'll teach you and show you. He'll tell you, don't go there. He'll tell you, speak to that person. He'll say you, don't, don't, no, 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 don't go to that school. Don't date that person. He'll tell you all kinds of detailed stuff. And if you're smart enough to spend, to give God the opportunity to speak to you, if you're too busy, he just can't. Not that he doesn't want to, but you're too busy for him. But if you will humble out and allow him to speak to you, oh my goodness, he will tell you. Somebody help me preach this. He will tell you what? He'll tell you the deep secrets. Are you hearing what God's saying? See, God, God spoke to us what a blessing that all that patios paid for. Why? Because God spoke that, that attitude. What's the attitude? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. I'm not too busy. I cannot be too busy to spend 20 minutes tomorrow with God. I can't. I can't. I won't. It ain't going to happen. You do what you want to do. You know what? Have your, have your, have your Starbucks and your you know what, in your toasties or your, you know what, whatever you got. You know, spend your time in Starbucks line if you want. But I ain't doing that. I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm not a Starbucks fan anyway, but that's a side note. I don't care if you stand, spend time in Starbucks. I'm just saying, don't let that outweigh anything. I ain't going to let nothing get in the way of me spending time with God tomorrow. Nothing. And I'm going to be better for it. And so will you. If God has spoken to you in some way, I want you to raise your hand. I want you to be bold to say, God is speaking. Pastor, God is speaking through you to me. I mean, God is speaking today. And we need to hear somebody say, speak, Lord. <laughs> your servant is listening. Okay. Now, whatever he said to you, you know what? Be quick to be obedient to whatever he asks you to do. Father, you see the hands that are up. Father, we want to be obedient whatever you're asking us to do. We don't, we don't want to just be hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word. Father, thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.